welcome back to season four of Lake and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So uh, we into a new season, a new head coach, some new players, everything just new, new, new. We going into the season um, not really knowing what to expect. A lot of fans are, you know, not as, as excited about this new roster um, that we're about to see this upcoming season due to the heavy guards and the lack of wing depth and the lack of shooting I've seen. And, and there's a plethora of things that people dislike. The fact that Westbrook is still on the team, the fact that the, the 2027 pick and 2029 picks wasn't traded for another player. We didn't get Kyrie. It's just a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. of. And um, today was media day. And I want to get into that. Let's just, you know, let's get into media day. But before I do that, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms. That's on Twitter at Laker on Pod and or R-A-E underscore G33. And then go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Laker on Pod as well. Today was media day and there's a few things that stuck out to me that I actually sat there and took notes. But let me say this as well. I don't know why they be doing us like that people that's out of town or people that don't got spectrum man we got to sit there and wait for it to come out on youtube so we can rewatch it or we got to read twitter to kind of see what's going on because there's really no other way for us to watch the media day i watched on, on nba tv and it was just kind of going around the league and uh just didn't do it for me it showed like lebron's press conference and then that was it um but other than that it was just reading stuff off of twitter media day i don't know y'all I feel optimistic going into this season. I mean, I know it's not the roster that, that we all want. I know that, that we're lacking things. But, again, all teams are lacking things. I don't think there's a team right now in the NBA that's perfect, that doesn't have some areas of concern or some areas that they can improve on. And, you know, our Lakers is no different. You know, some may say that they got a lot of areas. and But I think that, honestly – They've addressed a lot of the things that we had that went wrong with us last season. Um, just the fact that we got a lot younger, um, faster, more athletic. I mean, we we ain't go, we ain't the top shooting team. But to be real, that 2020 team wasn't either, and we won a chip. Defense is what got us where we you know where we went in that year, and defense is gonna get us as far as we can go this year. Shooting. Obviously, every team needs to know how to shoot, but, you know, defense is right up there with it. And that was definitely a theme of the media day um, today, and that's something I loved. That was something that really stood out to me. I mean, they, they do talk about that. They talk about that with Frank Vogel as well, but I don't know. Like this one, the energy was different. Um, outside of, you know, the plethora of Russell Westbrook questions that I was just like, okay, he's here at this point. Some of these questions were just like, okay, come on now. Come, come, just come on now. Like, this is too many, this is too many Westbrook questions. Like, way too many. And it was like hearing him, you know, sound the way he sounded and just, but um, let me get into some of the player interviews that, that um, I want to dive into. And that's starting with LeBron James. He talked about health, which is really, really is what this team really needs because if you don't have a health, a healthy LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis, 
a healthy team in general, you're not going anywhere. Like, I don't care how much shooting you got, but if your team is not healthy, what can you do? You, you can't really do anything. I mean, look at Golden State. Golden State had all the shooters in the world, but when Clay wasn't healthy, you know, Steph not healthy, Draymond not healthy, they didn't go anywhere. Same thing with Milwaukee. Milwaukee, nice team, but health is wealth. Same thing with Brooklyn, and the list goes on and on. So, you know, health is really going to be a big thing about this team this season. You know, it's not – again, it's not all about, you know, oh, we don't have a wing or we don't have enough shooters or we're too short or we're too tall, we're too slow, we're too – all of that, I mean, if you're not healthy, it just it, – everything goes out the window. So LeBron talked a lot about, you know, being healthy and, and being on the floor and availability is the best ability. And, um, you know, everything he said just sound right. It sound like a LeBron thing to do. You know, he, he never disappoints. When, you know, he talks to the media in media day, he always says the right things for the most part, should I say. And one thing he said when he was talking to the Spectrum Sports team, he's talking about Boston. He said, I hate Boston. We all hate Boston here. I love that, man. I love that. Out of Brian, man, that was that just warmed my heart. Cause y'all know how we feel about Boston. And Boston got some shit going on that that's that's some some other level stuff that I'm not even gonna get into. Um, that's what they gotta deal with over there. But you know, with that being said, I just I just love how he threw that in there while telling the story about how much he hates Boston and how he knows us over here, us Laker Nation. You know, Lakers, all that we. They know how we feel about Boston. Um, but it was cool for him to throw that in. He talked about how he was excited, you know, to play with Russ and, and AD again. And, again, how they didn't get to spend as much time on the floor to build chemistry. And I hope – one thing I hope is that Darvin Ham takes preseason a lot more serious than what Frank Vogel did. Like, I don't expect him to make LeBron and AD or have, them, have him play them – have them play every game, but but I would definitely like to see him, you know, give them a little more run than what Vogel did last season. I just really felt like that was a red flag to me because I'm like, dude, why are they not playing? They're playing like the last two games. It's like it's not even effective. You know, we know that they're veterans. We know that you don't want the wear and tear. But in my mind, it was just a chemistry thing. And, you know, this being a first time with three stars, they kind of need all the chemistry that they, they can get. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that those preseason games killed our season. Like that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying like that was a red flag right there. Just I don't know. I feel like maybe we should have seen that shit coming when that shit started like that. But I'm just hoping that Darvin Ham actually, you know, if you you know play them every other game, and and because he Vogel will play one, I play the other, play two, and I play the other, play all three. Then don't play any of them. It was just stupid. So let's see what Darvin Ham does um, going into the preseason, going into the NBA season. Again, he I'm not saying that they need to play every single game, but I think they just need to continue to get some reps together so that they can continue to gel from preseason, from training camp on into the season and hopefully into the postseason. So, you know, chemistry is not a thing, man. And, you know, and, and the thing is, too, I'm so tired of the Lakers and these one-year deals. Like, I, I, we just need to put a team together so that they can gel and we know what the fuck we're getting. Because it seems like every media day, every year, there's new players. We don't know what we're getting. There's new this, there's new that. And it's just like, yo, y'all got to chill out with this shit. Like, 
Find a team that works. Put them together. Let them gel. Every fucking year, it's one year, one year, one year. A player that's trying to figure out, you know, what their next move is. A player that's trying to, you know, uh, get their career back on track. And that's fine. But the fact that we're having a full team of one-year deals, like, the teams that's so successful have been together for a while. Like, their core stay together, and they move little pieces in and out to make them better. But the Lakers are not doing minor moves. They're, like, roster shifting. So how the hell is a t- how the hell is a team supposed to gel and have chemistry when every year it's a new team? Every year we're preserving cap space. Every year we're going for that third superstar. And it's like they need more of a direction than every year we finna see if we can hit a home run. You got Braun, you got AD. Find you the, the, the complimentary players to put around him. And if it's a third star that you're trying to get, then fucking do that already. But every season, every season, I'm sick of one-year deals, veteran players that's on, on a minimum contract or a, t- a, a player that's trying to revive their career or something like that. Like I said, it's cool if it's like one or two players, but they, they got a whole damn team full. Last year, it was, you know, Melo. It was Dwight Howard. It was Avery Bradley. It was all these players that, you know, were older, coming to the tail end of their career. And like I said, I don't mind that. You know, I love me some Carmelo Anthony. You know, I wouldn't be mad if we brought him back, but I also understand why we didn't bring him back. Um, But they just really need to build a damn team. Like, they need to build a team, y'all. Like, they haven't done that. You know, they have not had a set team where, you know, going in, we finna have these players for the next two or three years. Every year, it's, damn, are we going to get Malik Monk back? Or is he going to, you know, walk? You know, or, all right, well, this year might be, I don't know, let's say Lonnie Walker, if he has a good year. But, damn, you know, he played good this season. Is we going to get him back or, or is he finna walk? Like, we just need to really build a team. And that just been grinding my gears. I had to get that off my chest, man. I did. I did. But um, let's move on to AD. So AD talked about uh, how he had, you know, health issues going into the season and throughout the season, uh, ankle and hands and, you know, things of that nature. And we, we understand that, you know, he said he's pretty, you know, I, I don't want to keep using the word excited, but I, I'm just going to say he's looking forward to working with Westbrook as well. I mean, the whole team, let, let's just put it that way. I'm not going to keep you know, harping on the Westbrook thing, which we're going to talk about his interview as well. But pretty much the whole team, including the coaching staff, basically saying they're looking forward to working with Westbrook, which is what they should say. I mean, what else are they going to say? They, they have to say that shit. Um, but he spoke of defense as well. Like I said, defense was a theme going in this media day. And like I said, it's it's definitely it's, it's noted and it's needed because we didn't play much defense last year. Um, he also spoke of having a chip on his shoulder, you know, him, uh, Russ and LeBron and uh, as they should, because if you look, you know, at any of the media sessions that spoke of the Lakers, you know, they, they pretty down on the Lakers right now. Um, you know, I've, I've heard a few media personnel say, well, I don't want to go against LeBron or anything of that nature. And, you know, they talked about how AD has to be the man. I mean, it's, it's just a lot. It's just a lot of, of down downing on the Lakers right now. And I wouldn't go against LeBron and a healthy AD, man. You, they got a chance that they really do. 
But, you know, a lot of people don't like the players around them. And at the end of the day, you know, us as fans, what can we do? we just going to support them. We're going to support them. I'm going to support the team. I look forward to watching them play, man. And I hope they do have a chip on their shoulders to where they smell, you know, they want revenge. That's what they want. They want revenge. They're ready to kick everybody's ass. And they're they ready to pretty much prove all the doubters and haters wrong. You know, you sit there and you listen to media day and you hear people, they, you hear people name off their top teams and the Lakers nowhere near that. And, uh, you know, every year it's the Clippers. You know, they talking about the Clippers like, oh, the Clippers are the team to beat. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, they, they didn't do anything. How are they a team to beat if they didn't fucking do anything? The Warriors is the team to beat right now. That's it. That's the only team that y'all should be talking about is the team to beat or the team to watch out for or, or the team to get out the West. Because I've heard them say, well, the Clippers probably the team to get out the West. What are you talking? you going to sit here and say, you know, go over the defending champions as the team to get out the West? Stop it. Just stop it. Like, this, just too much. It's just too much. But a, back to AD, he, like I said, they he should definitely have a chip on his shoulder because – how soon do they forget? They forget how good he is when healthy. Um, he's a beast, man. He really is. He is. He's a beast. And I hope that he come back and, and just ready just to go crazy. MVP type season and just, you know, defensive player of the year. I want him to go for them both. Yeah, I really do, man. I really, really do. Um, let's move on to Russ. Russ just didn't. He just looked like he just didn't want to fucking be there. He was like, oh, let's get this shit over with because I know y'all finna ask me all kind of questions. And they did. They really, really did. I mean, one of the reporters asked him, feels like the Lakers want him. And he said it doesn't matter if they want him or not. Like, that is, that that question, that's a wild-ass question to ask somebody. Like, damn. Like, they, reporters ain't got no chill. We knew that they was gone. We was going to go crazy. But he just spoke a lot about uh, doing what he can. You know, his questions, his answers really didn't even answer their questions, to be honest. Like, his answers is very vague. You know, stuff like, um, like I said, do, do the Lakers, how do you feel wanted? And he's like, we got to be professional. And, you know, are you going to be yourself? And he's like, I'm pretty much like I'm going to do whatever it is that I'm asked to do or need to do. And and prior to media day, he had enough. An interview and he basically said that he was all in and uh Darvin Ham said some things of that nature as well so I don't know man we'll see we'll see we, I mean at the end of the day I really hope he makes us all eat crow I really hope Westbrook just have a hell of a season and we all look stupid as hell for thinking that he wasn't and and everybody talking crazy about him like I hope that he makes everybody eat their words and that's for the sake of our team that's for the sake of our team I'm pretty sure it was just a lot for him. And he you could see it all over his body. His body language is – it was really like, let's just get this over with. And I, I kind of don't blame him because, I mean, you know the, the question that these people are going to be asking him, and they, they didn't hold back on that. Um, So, I don't know, man. Let's just see what happens with Westbrook. I'm Like I said, he's a Laker, so I'm going to support him, period. Hopefully he don't have a bad season like he did last season with all the extra hoopla that he did. It is what it is. So, moving forward, Pat Bev. Pat Bev, man. <laughs> I cannot believe this man is even a Laker, to be real. Like, y'all know we did not like Pat Bev. We didn't like Jay Crowder, which is also seeking a trade right now. And he honestly checks the box for the Lakers, but we don't. I don't think we have the trade assets um, to make a trade. And I don't see Phoenix trading with us. So, I, I don't know. That's, that's one thing that I'm not. Uh, I would be surprised if it happened. But it's not something that I think is that will happen. 
Um, but Pat Bev, man, <laughs> that man got energy. I give you that. He has a lot of energy. I think we're gonna get to know him a lot better with him being on the Lakers, opposed to, you know, him being that annoying opponent. And so far, what I see from him, just his interviews, you know, he tells the truth. He tells it how it is. Um, I, I kind of like it. You know, they asked him a question about last year's team, and he said that he didn't see that they had the will. And to me, he was spot on. Last year's team didn't have the will. And he said that, you know, he, he'll he be the person that bring that. And I could see it. We all could see it. We could see it in how he played for other teams, that he is that person that wanted to win, He that wants to win. He's that person that's diving on the floor and, and trying to make the game when it plays and, and doing whatever it takes to win. And you could only appreciate that shit uh, because we didn't really see that last season, man. Like, we didn't. And and that's a, one of the reasons, too, why I say I get irritated with those one-year contracts because – Sometimes players tend to be selfish and they're playing for their next contract. They're not playing for the team. Like, yeah, they want to win a chip, but it's like at the same time, too, you're playing for your next contract. You're fighting for your NBA life. And, you know, sometimes that's a gift and a curse. Um, But Pat Bev, I think he's definitely going to be impactful for the team. Um, He had a question that pretty much said, what is his role? And he said his role is impact winning. And, um, like I said, I believe him. I believe him. We've, we've seen what he's done. We've played against him. He's irritated us all, pissed us all off, got on all of our nerves. But, again, you know, I never liked him, man. But <laughs> it's like this point I'm, I'm happy to have him on the team because we haven't had a player like that in a while that's ready to really lay it all out on the line. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, he emph- he emphasized on rebounding as being a big part of defense because he stated if you you don't have good good defense if you don't rebound the ball you're gonna give the team another possession which is also you know true as well so you know he he emphasizes on how he thinks that we should rebound more and he pretty much ended his his interview with saying he's gonna lead by action and um I mean like I said all those things the things you want to hear. You know, from a veteran player, um, and and we just gotta we we gonna see what happens with him as well. <sighs> Hate to play against him, but he seems solid right now to be on the team. So, um, and I kind of wanted to get into Rob and Coach Ham's uh, interview. Some of the things they said, I was like, damn. Starting with speaking of Pat Bev saying that they think he is a 3 and D wing. I don't like that shit. I, I don't like that. This man is 6'1". Like, no, he can defend. He can defend. But when you got a, you know, a KD, a Jason Tatum, a Kawhi Leonard, a Paul George, a Luka Dantich, um, you have a, 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 you know, a Jeremy Grant of the world, just the taller players that could just shoot over him. I mean, stronger. He going to irritate him, but at the same time, too, you, he can't guard them, boys. Like, uh, people they height can't guard them. So why would we sit here and think that he can? Like, it's that's that that right there. I'm like, oh lord, that's that. Mm-mm, I don't like that. Y'all got to do something about that. Um, so that that just was something else. When I, I had to shake my head when they said that because I actually seen it on Twitter and then I rewatched it and I was like, no, the hell he didn't. <laughs> no, the hell he didn't. But Ham talked about, you know, turning the page from last year's team. And this is a fresh year. This is a fresh team, you know, new start. And I feel him on that. This is a new start, man. We ain't going to compare this team to last year's team. 
this team, this year's team is this year's team. Last year's team was last year's team. And we just going to have to support these boys going all the way out, all the way out. And let's see, you know, the change. The change, they have improved the team. Again, like, they have. It may not checked out, checked off every single box, but they have improved our team. So, you know, we have that to look forward to for sure. Um, Ham also hasn't committed to a starting point guard. So it's going to be very competitive in that backcourt to see who gets to start. Bringing what Russ off the bench or, you know, we did recently sign Schroeder. Which you know that was that was a surprising move because we have so many guards already, so I didn't see us actually signing him. But I could also see why, and you know it's gonna be real competitive. You got K. Nunn, you got Schroeder, you got Westbrook, you got Austin Reeves. Um, who else? Who else? Who am I missing? Uh, man, just Lonnie Walker, just a whole host of guards and not many wings. But I see them putting JTA as a power forward. To me, JTA is small for it. I would put him and I would put Troy Brown Jr. They would be my wings. That's who I would put as my wings. And then I'll put William Gabriel. William Gabriel, Damian Jones, and Thomas Bryant. Those would be my big rotations. Like, I'm not putting JTA at the four. I mean, maybe you can, but I'd rather have him at the wing. He did talk about that. And we'll see. We're going to have to see who starts. I think it's ultimately going to be Westbrook, to be honest. And even though, you know, he might be better suited coming off the bench, but I don't know if the Lakers is going to want to go ahead and bench him like that. Although, ultimately saying it's up to Darvaham, it's one of those situations where we don't really don't know what's going to happen. And, um, I mean, man, <laughs> it's going to be interesting when it comes to how they how – they, that guard rotation goes. Um, he he spoke of kills, and that's something I was very interested in, how he said that they're going to be tracking kills, and kills is three defensive stops in a row. And I'm like, damn, so that's that's kind of incentivizing them. You know, they're going to see how many kills they have in a game. Like, that's pretty dope. I like to hear that stuff like that. And it um, sounds like he's taking it serious. I, I, I just – that just sounds like something, like I said, incentivizing, you know, defense. I don't know if it's going to be a, a prize at the end of the fucking game or something like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you get three stops in a row, if y'all do this, y'all off practice is there or some shit like that. But, you know, just tracking stuff like that, just, you know, that way you can see where your defense is going and, you know, things of that nature. I think that's pretty dope, um, to be honest. And um, it, it's I'm, – I'm excited, y'all. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I am. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see, you know, I miss watching Laker basketball. I miss watching basketball, period. I watched a little bit of the NBA Finals. Um, I went to the Connecticut Suns versus Dallas Wings game, their final game. That was pretty dope to see the Connecticut uh, pull it out. And uh, I'm just so happy that basketball is coming back, man. I am, I am, I am. Before I end this podcast, I definitely want to talk about the new rule that came in on transition take files. And, man, so the new rule is if you take a transition take file, this is in, in short terms, um, it equals one free throw in possession for that team. Ah, man, I like it. I like that. I like it because... It used to be times when we used to be watching our Lakers and you'll see Bron 
get the ball. He take off. Gone. You waiting. You just waiting to see him rock the house. And they fucking do a take foul. Damn. You didn't miss. You didn't fucked up a good highlight. Um, so for that nature, that's gonna be dope. Um, it's gonna make teams think more. It's gonna to me. It probably might speed the game up a little bit more because you ain't gonna see them taking them the take foul so much. And I like the rule. It makes the game more exciting because you don't have so much. You know, take it. I mean, I take it. Stop it due to take fouls. But overall. The theme of this media day was defense. The team is striving to be one of the best defensive teams in the league, top, you know, and that's what we want to hear. You know, hang your hat on defense. I think that they'll score. They'll be fine. But they're going to have to defend their asses off just to kind of kind of fill in for all the other stuff that they may be missing. And if they can do that, I think we got a chance. I think we have a chance. We really do. So we'll see. We'll see if, if there's going to be any more trades. We'll see if this is what we're going to do. Honestly, I think this is the team we're going to roll with to midseason. I think trading Westbrook for Westbrook will be a lot more attractive for an opposing team midseason because you won't have to pay that whole $47 million salary and it's his expiring contract. So I honestly think that if we do trade him, it's going to be midseason. And it'd probably be if it's going to help us get better. We, we just got to see what happens. Let's see what happens with the Dre Crowder thing. It was a lot this summer. Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. KD wanted a, he wanted a, a trade. And the Kyrie, oh, it was a whole lot, a whole lot of that. I just did not want to get into it. I didn't care to get into it. Y'all, I just want to talk hoops. I don't want to talk all that. I just want to talk hoops. And that's honestly why y'all didn't get no podcast out of me because I didn't want to talk about all that. I just want to talk hoops I just want to break down games and go over what we've seen I just didn't feel like talk about that but however I did comment on it I wasn't just mute about it if you follow me on Twitter you get my live tweet reaction to everything on there I do comment pretty much on everything but I probably won't drop episodes on every little thing because I don't want to I just really want to talk hoops um, so make sure y'all follow me on my Twitter and on my Instagram that's going to be the end of this podcast. Y'all have a good night, and I'll catch y'all in the next one.